Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. And welcome to episode 90 of the Galactic Dads podcast. Of course, we are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. That can include bits of dad advice for your daddy issues. We talk comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and so much more. And as always, I am B and I am back. But today I am not alone. I am joined by Laser Eric. What's happening, buddy? What's up? It's good to see your beautiful face. It's good to be in person. It's Thank good. you for putting the beautiful face on today. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I had many to choose from, and because you were coming over, I decided beautiful was the one to go with. I thought it was a live stream that convinced you to do that. No, no. Okay. I, the live stream convinced me to hide the bodies. Okay, uh, that's good, too. The live stream, of course, he is talking about is for our Patreon members. If you are a member of our Patreon, you can watch us live stream every single episode of the podcast. Uh, and you can go check that out now at patreon.com slash galactic dads to see all of this beautiful action unfold. But uh, let's not forget that's not just us this evening. No. We're not alone. It's new. Oh my God, who is this guy? I am alive. Feels He's like back. the first time. He's back from the outer rim. Feels like the first. <laughs> and of no. course, that is Jedi John, for those of you who haven't heard him recently. Welcome back. Hello. I'm glad to be here. It is good to have you, man. Man, it's been too long. Where you been? A lot of places, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that in just we'll a little bit, it, right? It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, but it's good to have you back. I know you guys have been doing great work over on the Force Dyad mm -hmm. uh, podcast, which is that great Star Wars podcast. It's a sister uh, podcast on the Galactic Dads Media Network. Uh, we'll talk about what's going on new over there towards the end of the show. However, we've got a lot to get through today. It has been a minute, and we're all really excited. Obviously, um, we've got to talk about Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we'll be talking about Moon Knight, that wrap since our last episode. Uh, we've got some trailers to talk about. There's She-Hulk over on Disney+, Plus, which we all have feelings about, so we're going to talk about. Don't forget Thor, Love, and Thunder, which drops in July, so we'll talk about that trailer very briefly. And then, of course, we have all the other great news, such as Daddy Issues, and, uh, you know, there's some sad news that we have to cover in comics. But before we get to uh, too far... We also like to uh, let you know that if you want to check us out, you can hit us up on any of the social media. Uh, obviously, the handle there is at Galactic Dads, but you can also find our delicious food porn page. Yeah, the food porn page is at Galactic Dads BBQ on Instagram. Uh, we could probably do other social media, but why would we? Because Instagram is where we get to show off all the pictures of the delicious food that we eat. And every time it makes me hungry looking at those pictures. And then Indeed. I have to go make my own stuff. Yes. Yeah. That, that's how yeah. it goes. That's I mean, how but it goes. that's what we do it for. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's yes. exactly why we do it. Yes. Uh, and that's okay. It's no big deal. Um, you can also check us out over on Untapped uh, because we're there, obviously, at Galactic Dads. Because every episode we do the beers of the week. And let's go ahead and dive into them. Let's do it. Isn't that nice. That's a good sound. Yes, it is. That's a drinking sound, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's nice. 
All right, so for beers of the week, I will go first because I am enjoying a wonderful uh, kind of special release from Four Hands Brewing Company. Uh, this is the Glennon Live. It is a cold IPA with blueberries. Uh, it sits at a nice, easy 4.5% alcohol by volume. Uh, however, not only does this have awesome can art and a really good flavor, uh, it also means a portion of sales will benefit the Dallas Heart Center at SSM Health Cardinal Glenn Children's Hospital. So tonight I'm drinking for a good cause. Drinking for the kids. I'm drinking Drink for, the, for kids, the kids, guys. I usually drink to deal with my kids, Sam, drinking for other people's kids. Not because of the kids, for the kids. Uh, uh, to enhance my, there we go. my interactions with the kids. There we go. Uh, but this is a wonderful, tasty uh, blueberry cold IPA. Wonderful. Very nice. It's a good one. Wonderful. Very nice. good one. Ooh, I heard a crack. It. What's that? All right. So I uh, I went the lighter side today. Um I went with the High Noon Sun Sips. I thought this was a seltzer. It is not. It's actually a canned vodka soda cocktail uh, in black cherry. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the light side here. 4.5% alcohol that's by not volume. Bad for a vodka soda. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not bad. It's not not bad. too bad. Tastes uh, good. 100 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It tastes good. I'm watching that figure. Yeah, I'm watching that figure not change. Watch so it grow. There you go, you know, there you go. I'm counting calories. I'm almost at a high score. Hey, speaking of uh, watching uh, your figure, yours looks like more of a, a beer that's brewed with a fighting spirit. It's like a bit of, yeah. Oh, is that absolutely. what that is? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, see? I, marketing works on me. <laughs> uh, well, that uh, gives it away, I think, right? But I am drinking a Modelo Especial. 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 <laughs> Easy drinking, 4.4% alcohol by volume. It yeah. is, uh, yeah. I mean, if you've never had a Modelo... Go out and grab one. Uh, easy, light drinking beer. Good, great summer beer. Uh, get a lime if you can. And, I, I enjoy uh, my the taste. There you go. Good time. Very good. There you go. So that is it for our beers of the week. If you guys would like to uh, suggest some beers for us, you can always hit us up on Untapped or shoot us an email, uh, galacticdads at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And while you're shooting us emails, you can also send us questions or daddy issues uh, if you would like to contribute to some of those. Um, but we're going to jump into daddy issues right now. Oh, God, I'm going to cough. I feel it. You Uh-oh. guys feel the cough? Uh-oh. I got a cough coming. Oh, boy. Oh, there, oh it there it is. Oh, there it is. There it, it is. There it is. Very deep in there. Get was, out of here, It cough. was a deep throat <laughs> cough. It was a throaty, deep throat coffer. Anyway. That's interesting description. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I really want to paint effective. a picture with my words for you guys. Yeah. 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 Elegant in the uh, description there. Yeah. How um how else do you do you plug deep throat into a conversation? Uh, normally, when I'm talking about Nixon or, you know, stuff in history. Um, That's you know, good. Some some late 70s, early 80s uh, adult cinema film, uh, you know, just, or Deep Throat. I'm just talking. the 70s and 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not new, nothing new, nothing 90s or sooner. It's, it's uh, you know, right, there's, right. there's an art that was lost, I think, uh, but we will, we'll, I digress. I, I think some, some people found it. <laughs> I think, I think some, yeah, only fans wouldn't exist if some people hadn't found it. A lot of people found it, my God. But anyway. Uh, Get your money. Uh, Get speaking your of daddy money. issues. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> what a great transition. 
Look at uh, that. Well done. It's almost well like played. I've done this before. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you've been around the block here. <laughs> you know what? That was good. There you go. There you go. It's been a minute. I got it. I still got it. All it's right. been a minute. We might title this one Daddy Issues. Speaking of. There we go. There we go. All right, so speaking of daddy issues, of course, you can hit us up with any that you'd like us to cover. We have some daddy expertise, being as we're all fathers. So, you know, if you want to know, like, uh, how do you deal with this or that, or, you know, want to revisit some old daddy issues uh, from previous episodes and you have a question about it, hit us up. We'd love to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, This week, though, daddy issues are, man, they're rough. Uh, From what I can tell, you guys have pretty good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Mine involve plague, ear infections, high temperatures, uh, and I myself even was rocking like a sweet 102.8 degree fever. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. That I thought was, that was a soft awesome. rock station. Yeah. For a minute. <laughs> KZK. <laughs> but anyway, no, I, I, for a straight minute, thought that I was like, hey, this, I might, I need to get my affairs in order. Because uh, this is looking like my mortality is very real to me right now. I need to talk like about you're just that. laying in your bed sweating. Yes. I was like, I feel like Doc Holliday Tombstone. <laughs> I'm just sitting there just suffering. That's okay. Even he randomly got up and killed somebody, you know. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> he's better than most of us, though. Yeah, yeah he, he is. He was he Val is. Kilmer, you know, like. He's the Huckleberry, and I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and sweat it out. Uh, And then I was staggering, like, Tylenol maximum strength, uh, two 500-milligram doses, and then four hours after that, I was doing high doses of Motrin or ibuprofen. And I was like, man, this is awful because I know I can't drink now. My liver will just quit. (laughs) Your liver will just leave. So I had a couple more days of sobriety there. Thank you, illness, you bastard. And... uh, (laughs) But don't worry, I'm back off the wagon again, so that's good. Go. Obviously, I'm healthy. Uh, the kids are healthy, although, unfortunately, I think it is now my daughter's turn. Uh, she got home from school and had a small, slight fever and said she doesn't feel good. So, we're all taking a turn on this this little merry-go-round of, of plague. I love when one person in the family gets it. Oh, yeah. Everybody just Everyone else is just, you're on borrowed time. It's like Domino's. It's guaranteed. The first one drops, yeah. you're watching not, the rest of It's not like Terrible Pizza. It is nothing like that. <sighs> oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't even think about Terrible Pizza. <laughs> I haven't eaten Domino's since I was like 11. There's a reason for that. Yes. Because you have options now. Right, exactly. Like, Domino's will tip you to be your own driver. And I was like, I bet you would. <laughs> I bet you would. That's right on brand. Good job. <laughs> Please just come get the. Just, yeah, just, just come get can it. Can you please just take this out of our store? Do we have to get it all the way home before we turn it back and give feel, it back? Feel free to throw it away as soon as you walk out of our door. We don't care. Oh, that's mean. They've been I'm in business sorry. a long time. You know what? You know what? Domino's was the pizza of choice in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So let's put some respect on its name. I just watched that the other day. Yeah, it was good. It's surprisingly still, it's, good. It's still surprisingly holds up. Yeah, good. It holds yeah. up. Yeah. It holds up. It's pretty good. It holds up. Unlike uh, some other things, and now we need blue pills. Damn, our 30s. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so speaking of different daddy issues, anybody else recently been sick? Anybody else got the plague? Just just allergies. Just allergies killing me. No fever. No fever. No no sore throats. Like, no deep throat um, situation. So, um, just just allergies. (laughs) Sorry to hear that, bud. All right. I appreciate it. That's good. Thoughts but, and prayers. Thoughts. Yep. T's and P's everywhere. <laughs> so T's brave. T's and P's everybody. So brave. So anyway, <laughs> what else are you up to then? You have a new daddy issue. And this is one I think 
hits every parent. It's just the question of when does it occur? Yeah, it's it's like yep. it's a half a daddy issue, half uh, just life life yeah, issue. It's yes. called adulting. Um, when your CAD converter goes out <laughs> in your in your ten year old car, um, it, it that turns, car was only ten years old. Yeah, so uh, yeah, ten years this year. How many miles? Only a hundred and like sixty. It's not terrible, but, but I didn't drive. Bad. I didn't drive it for two and a half years though. Because that's true, you had a company car for. I a had while, a company right? car for yeah. a job for, so I didn't drive it at all for like two and a half years. So for everyone who doesn't immediately know John and his car, he had a Mazda three. A Mazda three, yeah, it, it, for it, a long time. Great car, four doors. Great. Yeah, did everything I needed it to do. Constantly looked like a homeless person lived in it because it was just so full of stuff. <laughs> yeah, usually toys. <laughs> what <laughs> toys or clothes? You know, like yeah. fast food, like bags it, it, on the floorboard. Yeah, yeah, usually at least one or two on the. Pack. Passenger floorboard. That's okay. a half empty twelve pack of Budweiser. That was always in the trunk. It's different. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go that. on. Go on. You're not supposed to see that. Uh, um, but yeah. Um, so it, it, new CAD converter was needed. Um, That'll the, total it. There was one in the St. Louis area that they could Oof. get a hold of. One, Oof. and uh, he still said it was going to take a week to get there, basically, and uh, and it was going to cost me like. For the part alone, it was two grand, basically. Oh my god! So yeah. I said, you know what? Well, that's ten percent of the original cost of the vehicle, <laughs> not ten percent of what it's worth now. It's probably worth, on a good day, it's probably worth three to four thousand total. So I'm like, right. that's with the toys still inside it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> the toys add the value. Um, so so much money right there. So I'm just like, oh, it sounds like I'm done. So, uh, which made my wife extremely happy. Because she's like, that means you're going to get an SUV. And I said, like, does Great. it? Is that what that means? Hooray. Yay. Hooray. So um, I, I don't know if you guys have heard since the pandemic, uh, buying new vehicles has been difficult. To say the least. Really difficult. I, uh, <laughs> I take my car to the dealership for all of its service and maintenance just because I trust them. They've been doing great work. And I have noticed the last couple of times I've gone there, there are no cars on the lot for there's, me to buy. There's like... Five or six sales guys and four cars to sell. Yeah, right. How does like, this work? I'm like, who, do you guys take take turns or? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's four guys, one car. Here we yeah. go. Let's see how they do this. Um, <laughs> there's a joke there. I can't say because it's probably yeah. not true. Save it for the after. I'll hours. Save it for yeah. after hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, <laughs> um, which we're excited to have one this. Oh yes. Right anyway, um, but. Um, going from lot to lot looking at these vehicles, um, yeah, they only have two or three. And unfortunately, it's all the highest model cars. The high the, trim levels. Where they have them, yeah, like the high yeah. trim levels for the vehicles. So um, we did find a car that Olivia and I had, uh, had settled on. And I'm like, yep, I don't, I like this car. You like this car. It's a good family car for us to still grow into a little bit. It uh, has plenty of space. And uh, so we went with it. So ended up locking in a uh, Honda Passport. And, uh, Sweet. It's a nice looking vehicle. It's a good vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with it so far. Did I, you park it in the driveway today? I did. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. The other cars were all process. street dwellers, but this one <laughs> has earned driveway status. Um, but yeah, like even finding like, because at first I'm like, oh yeah, I'll look at like the midsize, like the uh, Honda, like not um, like the CRVs or yeah, um, CX-7s from Mazda, like because mm. I I enjoyed my Mazda, so I, I originally was just like little brand loyalty. I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll go just, back to I'll Mazda. I'll just stay here, you know. I'll, I'll look at your stuff, and they had some CX-7s that were fully decked out, and then I got into it, and I'm like, this is just not for me, like so. I just uh, yeah, 
there was a no go. So, um, but yeah, found the Honda, um, passports. Um, we were kind of between those and the pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided we did not need the third row. So yeah. uh, we're going to be good. I need the space to move boxes of toys. Of I toys, don't, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't need a third row, even for though, people. It, even though it lay down, but I don't need it. Yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, uh, but it was a fun experience. I mean, but the problem was they only had like two passports on every lot. So it like, and the random colors, like Olivia does not like red. So if it had a red one, that's not the one we're getting. So it was like, I don't think I want a red car either. Yeah, no, it, it was no, just trying personally. to figure out what it was. So, it, but it was fun. Um, Would you settle on white? Yeah, I ended up going with the white one. There was a, another one, another dealership. It was blue with the uh, um, uh, gray interior. Looked really good, hmm. but um, it cost a little bit more because I, whatever was whatever that color was was like the premium. Oh paint. yeah, of course. And yeah, I'm like, it's got that, it's got that clear coat. Yeah, I don't want your damn is. clear coat. I just want that car as is. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't need that for that extra two or three thousand dollars. It was so. so the real question is now: you have an all white vehicle, correct? Yeah. You gonna supremely tint those windows and stormtrooper that bad boy? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Trying, I'm trying to figure it out with uh, Olivia because <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's the plan for me. Like I'm still trying to figure out what I want my personalized plate to be because it's gonna get the treatment. Well, hopefully, it stays oh, yeah. current. <laughs> <You're gonna> get... <laughs> <God>. <laughs> for those of you that also don't know, my uh, car was out of out of um, well. Driving on borrowed time from the cops for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what about um, eight not- years? <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> that is that, like I would just be such a wreck every time I got behind the wheel on that one. Eight years expired tags. Eight years. I'd be like, I'm not. I don't get to pass go or collect two hundred. They're gonna be like, you go straight to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. That's right. impressive. It could be worse. I knew a guy that I worked with one time that he he was far behind enough on his plates that instead of renewing, he just found a sticker and sharpied the year on there. Yeah, see, that's not good. Because if you no. get caught doing that, you get more yeah, trouble. Yeah, you're really mm-hmm. going to jail then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, they, and Missouri changed their license plates. Yes. So like, I couldn't do that anyway. <laughs> the, year, the year doesn't even... Sir, your plates are maroon and white. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, your plate... I, I could tell just by the plate it was expired. This isn't a historical vehicle. This is historical plates, all right? <laughs> I probably could have got something passed on that somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, my God. Well... We're glad that you're with the times now, allegedly. Yes. Uh, are you still driving around with the, the yeah, sticker? The temp tag. The yeah, temp yeah. T- oh, you yeah. get a good like, a couple months or so out of that. 30 days. A month. 30 days. A couple months. Some people get a couple months. Well, some, out I've seen some dealers get do five months. Days, so. yeah. Oh, I've seen a couple that have gotten five years. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not just me. I'm sorry. Does that say 2010? Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, good times car shopping right now. Obviously, if yes. anyone's out there doing car shopping, uh, take your time if you can. And uh, if not, we hope you like leather. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. all of them have it. That's impressive. Yes, but indeed. you know what? Even though the leather seats get hot in the summer, they now come with chilling vents inside the seat, right? To keep your cojones cool. Hey, you can joke all you want. But I want one. I mean, we're getting uh, we're getting uh, hit up on the from the Patreon uh, members here. Uh, temp tags are the new summer dress. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good. Beautiful. One. That's a good one. Wonderful. Getting Beautiful. hit up by the Patreon members. Wonderful. Thank you, thank you for that. I love uh, TK well, over there. <laughs> well, as we run it the the live through YouTube, if people are watching this live on YouTube, which isn't where we post it, it's just where we host it, it would show us people watching. 
but because we share the link that's unlisted and only posted to Patreon, yeah, we don't see who's actually watching it. We just get Patreon comments, which yep. is awesome. I'll take it. That's I'll take a lot any, of fun. Any day, any day. Speaking of things we'll take. Yeah. What would you buy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I really decided to complicate my life. Yeah, I thought I had a big purchase. Yeah, and then yeah. I heard this guy. Yeah, well, Mr. Mr. Outdo everyone over here. I yeah. didn't do it on purpose. You yeah. did too. I'm pretty sure you yeah. physically signed the paperwork. Yeah. I, well, Doc, you signed the paperwork. Thank oh, you. Okay, I haven't gone right. into any office anywhere. But uh, <laughs> Done, Mayor. We, um, so the wife and I, we've been looking for, uh, you know, uh, well, I don't even know if I'd say we've been looking. I think you've we just been looking. started the process yeah. and you, you've been talking about it for over a year. Yeah. Oh no, I've I've wanted to move Years, for a while. Actually, but yeah. um but um yeah, so Thursday night we found out that a house in our neighborhood was coming up or in our neighborhood basically where we wanted to live was coming up for sale and uh Friday we went and saw it. Saturday morning we met with the appropriate people, made an offer. Saturday evening I bought a house. So that they, works out. They um, made the guy an offer he couldn't refuse. The appropriate people were his right. mobbed up buddies. I was going to say, how many yeah. guns did you bring into the room when you... No, we didn't order? show any of them. We didn't show any of them. We heavily implied that they were there. Well, I, I will smart, say... Smart. Yeah, yeah. That's we, how you get them to take the offer at, at listed. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> right now. We mean cash offer. There won't be no cash offer. Well, it, it's so... It's goofy now because like we looked at, at three houses. One, we did not put an offer on at all because it was an as-is deal and there was like 30 grand worth of repairs that needed to be done to it. And we're like, no, we're cool. Uh, another house that we looked at, thought it was okay. But by the time we even went and looked at it, it was the second day it was listed. There were already five offers on the table. It's like, okay, we don't want it that bad. So we didn't do anything. This one, we were the first people to look at it, and we loved it. But, you know, we were going to put an offer in, and I had actually, ironically enough, I, uh, I'm i friends with the previous owner, now previous owner. I'm friends with him on Facebook. So, you know, I kind of reached out to him and, you know, just said, hey, I love your house, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, he's like, well, we're going we're gonna to look at all the offers on Sunday. Well, then we got a message on Saturday that said, hey, they're looking at offers today, so you need to hurry up because they already had three when we put ours in. Uh, ours just happened to be better. And um, I feel like I paid more than, you know, that I was really wanting to, but we aren't planning on moving ever. So, so once you're in, you're done. Yeah, once we're in, it's over. I mean, we're not, you know, the, Steph and I aren't planning on moving until the kids are all out and established on their own, and we're going to go get our, you know, high-rise condo in downtown where we can watch the ball game from our balcony, and there we go. You know? Nice. So nice. it is what it is, but uh, now we have five weeks to pack up our house and move, and when you've lived in one place for nine years, it is difficult to pack all your stuff up. Is your house yeah, sold already? Happen. Yes, it is. Oh. I know, right? He went. He moved fast. Jeez. Yeah, I I had a buy owner deal put together twenty four hours after we bought the. Uh, Did the you know the buyer, or somebody yeah. else came through? Okay, no, gotcha. I knew the buyer. So that's that's helpful. It worked out. Yeah, um, we we kind of had a buyer to sold up in, that would have sold in twenty four hours of listing anyway. Yeah, dude, They're it true. was it was one of two things: either we were going to buy sell it to this guy, or we were going to hurry up, clean, and clear our stuff out and list it within a week. And it just worked out that we don't have to work as hard. So I'm thankful for that because the rest of it's honestly stressful enough. This yeah, is uh, true. Yeah, this is very, you know, so far it's only been like five days, but I know it's been real stressful on my wife. She took a couple of days off to clean the house. Um, the expense of it is pretty high. 
you know, all that stuff. But, uh, hey, on to the adventure, right? And the adventure so, continues. Yeah. Speaking of which, that wraps it. I think the podcast is going to continue as we move away from daddy issues. And we're going to hit up TV shows. Let's do it. Let's do it. Alright, have you guys been watching anything good lately? Yes, there's actually been, a lot. There's actually good. a lot of stuff on TV yes. that is looking really good. Uh, but I just wrapped up Moon Knight, so sixth episode is out complete. You can watch the entire series now in its mm-hmm. entirety. It's wonderful. Um, pleasantly surprised. I was really surprised with the show. And actually, I was pretty surprised with how it kind of wrapped up its first season. I was really happy with how it wrapped up. Um, I, I felt like I felt like there were some moments where it dragged a little bit in the middle of the season. Sort of, yeah. Um, one one thing I do want to do, and I'm, I'm going to do this, you know, once, you know, maybe in a month or two, I'm going to go back through and I'm going to try to binge watch at least like three or four episodes at a time, two to three or whatever, because I think it'll play better yeah, that way. If you watch um, more of it than just the one episode yeah, at a time. Yeah, because it was such a difficult show to follow that I feel like having a week between episodes kind of, you, you kind of f- had to get back on the bike a little bit. And I, th- at least for me, I think there was a little bit more inertia than I wanted. Um, great show. I thought the finale was awesome. The action was very cool. Um, a little bit. I'm, I'm curious how it'll read as a grouping versus individual episodes though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's probably going to be better on a, a watch through to watch it all all the way through because mm-hmm. then I think it's going to feel more like a, a quick mystery and then like a fun little bit of Indiana Jones action, and then you know, towards the end of the episode or the series, you got them in the hospital, right? Like, in, yeah. So there's confusion there that you kind of ended on episode four or five with. No, so it's the end of episode four, five, you spend the whole episode in the hospital, and six is the wrap-up of everything. Yes. So for about a solid half of the show, at the end of each week, you're like, dude, what is going on here? Right, so I think exactly. watching the whole thing all the way through is going to feel more like just a long movie, and it'll. I think it's going to be a little, I think it's going to be an enhanced viewing. Because mm-hmm. there were some questions, especially with the avatars and the different gods and their avatars and... And then everything with Amit, and I mean, which by the way, though, Gator Face God Lady, yeah, awesome, yeah, cool. awesome. I was about it. I was like Loki. <laughs> the gods were sweet between you know Gator Face, as we'll most affectionately Gator refer face. to her as, uh, and then Towerette, the the giant hippo. Yep, and uh, and Kanchu. That the imagery was was amazing. Yeah, the amazing gods looked the very cool. They were good. I mean. The show was good. I really enjoyed it. I'm a little, little frustrated that we haven't had an announcement for season two. I kind of am. They're calling it a limited series right now, uh, same as Hawkeye. Which yeah, that's uh, a shame because Hawkeye was so good. Also but good. Yeah. Spinning out of Hawkeye, we get. Uh, I think we just got some of our first looks at Echo. Yes. Um. So and that will apparently premiere on Disney Plus in 2023. But we have nothing else out of Moon Knight yet. Right. And Oscar Isaac shot it down too. Like he's like. 
as of now, nothing. So um, I hope we get more because I would love to see um, him back in action. I'd love to meet his third personality that has was locked up in the hospital that we never got to meet. Yeah. Oh, you got to meet him briefly. Yeah. Very briefly, briefly, though. But man, wasn't he fun? Mm -hmm. He was fun. Yes. Yeah. Jake, uh, Jake Lockley. Yeah. Which, why would you even put Jake Lockley in there in that mode if you aren't, aren't going to have a season continue. two? Right. Like, and that's just it. Like, you didn't really, like, bring him out to where they knew him. Like, yeah. So, I want to I want to really meet him. I, I really feel like. Because he knows what he's doing. That, yeah, that guy really knows what he's doing. He, like, 100% enjoys working with Kanshu. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, let's do this. That's the one yeah. guy that really wants it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I can wreck some people. Yep. Sounds good. I'm your Huckleberry. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh I also liked uh Layla when she became the avatar for So freaking awesome. That was she cool. was cool, man. Like I was, it was worried. Be sweet. I was worried for a minute that she would be it was hinted at throughout the series that Kanshu wanted Layla to be his next avatar. Right. So I was kind of worried that he was gonna get his way. I'm so glad with the route they took because it was so much cooler. It was awesome. Yeah. Like her she, armor she was phenomenal. Sweet golden wings. Yeah. I was like, this is sweet, and she is awesome. And I don't think anybody could have called that happening. No, I, mean, I didn't even see Not that exactly happening. like that. I no. thought I, I thought she was going to give it to Kanji when... I thought she was going to give it to yeah. but um, Especially when she was the one who went and freed him. Right. Yeah. So I, won her, I was like, yeah, she's going to do it. And that's not what happens. It was a nice surprise. And, uh, and speaking of freeing him, the fight between Amit and Kanji. Oh, very good. Great. Yeah, that was really cool. It was, it was kind of interesting to watch Kanchu lose. It's like, yes. I, can't, I can't defeat her without Mark and Steven. And you're like, mm, why don't you just say Jake? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's let's be real. Just say Jake. Jake from State Farms got your back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to jump this gator face yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, you just need one guy. That's it. Yeah, just yeah. this dude. That's Yeah. Uh, Haro, though, I was pleased with how much I ended up liking Ethan Hawke. You know, because he is the bad guy and all that stuff. And, of course, you're not supposed to really like the bad guy. But I ended up going from, like, who is this new-age hippie glass-in-my-sandals douche to be like, oh, yeah, no, that's Ethan Hawke. He's cool. Yeah. I, I'm I, down I, with it. I started, to, I started to dig his character. and Just uh, a little more. Yeah. 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 If, if anything, when he was on the screen, he was interesting. Yeah, I just hate how his motivations make sense. That's the worst. Yeah, that's the problem. See, that's the problem with these Marvel villains all of a sudden. They're like, no, no. Thanos was right. Yeah. yeah Thanos even the, was right. even yeah. the creators think Thanos was right. Hell, they put it in three of the other shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want true. that coffee mug. Oh, I still do. I still, as I'm peeing on the side of the building, I want to see the graffiti that says Thanos was right. It's terrible. <laughs> but you know what? I, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed, I'm, I even enjoyed Amit. You know, I, did. I you really get, enjoyed Amit. You, you only got to see her for a little bit, but you're just kind of like, ooh, Okay. This is entertaining. I'm pretty sure you judge me instantly, so I'm glad you're not real because I'd be in trouble. Uh, but this is great. Yeah, I'm not going to see the field of reeds. Bad yeah. news. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be stuck in that dune field, whatever it's called. The, and there's uh, no tr- yeah. there's no bus to get there, so it's just you just get sunk in the sand. Kind of sucks. Yeah, that's a duat. That's the name of it. Yep. Because um, that's where uh, Stephen Stephen Grant uh, got lost in duat. Yes. Which that was a sad scene too. Actually, finding out the. Uh, the purposes and the creation of uh, the different identities that Mark created and how it started. Kind of sad. It was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. It really was. Yes. It was a harsh, like, trauma to deal with in the first place. And then on top of that, 
you get blamed. Yeah. Well, in the, I mean, not even going into how traumatic that must have been. Um, of course, because in in the show, if you haven't seen it, we're we're gonna spoil it for you right now. Uh, Mark Spector watched his little brother die uh, in this crazy flash flood incident inside a cave. You know, yeah. Kids explore. I explored caves and creeks and riverbeds and all sorts of stuff when I was a kid. I just got lucky. Uh, but in this fictional story, I think that's fictional. Uh, they did not. The water rose and, uh, and the kid couldn't get out, so he drowned and. His mother ended up blaming him, and it became an abusive, antagonistic relationship and very sad. And uh, to deal with that, Stephen Grant was created. And that was like, the show was so good because you you felt bad for Stephen Grant as if he was a legit, real person. Right. Like, that's how good that Oscar Isaac portrays these different characters within the same body. Like, you 100% feel all this empathy uh, for a person who, you know, didn't really even exist until a few years ago. And how he gets a job, like, I have trouble <laughs> even <laughs> maintaining my job and, my like, my responsibilities. How people in TV shows can have different identities and keep different jobs. That Dude had his own to. apartment. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. don't how you have to are go through, like, that? a background check and stuff for that? Like... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. His flat was pretty crappy. Like, it looked like... That's it, true. Yeah, it was not the best looking. He was probably renting it from the dude from that Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it's rent! A, where is rent? You'll get it when my damn water's fixed. <laughs> it's, uh, it was a sublease, for real. Let's be honest. Some shady snuff went down. Yeah, probably. Look, man, you pay me cash. You can live here. I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't come downstairs when I have company. <laughs> if there's a sock on the door, don't come in. <laughs> Dude, there's always a sock on the door, and I'm tired. I need to go to sleep. I want to go to bed. <laughs> so anyway, if there's a sock on the door, that means Mark Spector's out there fighting as Moon Knight. Well, then that also raises the question, when Steven, like in the first episode, when Steven wakes up and hears Concha, oh, great, the dumb one's in control again. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Was it Mark, or was it Jake that took over? You assume it's Mark. You assume it's Mark, but it... It could have been Jake because well, he killed a lot of people. Yeah, since they killed a lot of people, it was probably Jake. Yeah. Um, but honestly, one of my favorite things about this show was the voice of Kanshu. Um, <laughs> yes. When he started telling me, he was like, did he just throw the gun? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my what is God. he doing? Don't do that. <laughs> that was wonderful. Uh, I was like, this show's going to be really entertaining. And then, of course, they reveal Kanshu, and he, of course, looks the way he looks. And um, it's, it's great. It was a really good show, though. Like, I, was, I wasn't surprised, but I was, like, pleasantly surprised with how well I kind of got into it real quick. Right, right. Um, and I, I even moved past the fact that I hate Moon Knight's mask. Like, the ceremonial suit. Oh, yeah, you don't like it? It just seems, it didn't seem right to me. I don't know why. Uh, the Mr. K suit or Stephen Grant's Moon Knight suit was awesome. It just reminds me of Deadpool. <laughs> a bit. Yeah. A bit, yeah. Uh, and that one's even funnier when he starts talking yeah. Uh, when <laughs> yeah. he gets into his first fight, he gets cocky and then ends up getting his butt kicked. And he right. has to let Mark take over. But, um, I mean, that was all fun. And seeing them get shot, though, yeah. at, the, oh, at yeah. the end of the fourth episode, Harold just shoots him in the chest. And you're like, oh, what? Yeah. Dude. And then uh, it still takes you. And that's got two whole episodes left. And it takes you on a heck of a ride. So, uh, super cool stuff there. Uh, really, end of the day, though. I really recommend Moon Knight. That's good. Yeah. I think it's been one of the better Disney plus Marvel shows. 
I would um, I would recommend it. I would tell whoever's going to watch it to be prepared to pay attention to it. This true. isn't this isn't a show that you can put on and have your phone out. I mean, you That's can, true. but you're going to you miss, you're gonna you're miss, miss something. Yeah. You're going to miss stuff. details, a lot of details. But it is it is a cool show. The action's good. The intrigue and everything. It's there's always something going on that you need to pay attention to, and and that makes it fun. There's a lot of throwaway TV out there. I don't think this is it. I think this is a good show, and uh, I think it's something that's worth paying attention to. This show is actually very unique in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in that you don't have to have watched any other Marvel show. True. Any other Marvel movie, there was no lead-up in the end credits of other shows or movies for this series. It just was. Very much standalone. And I thought that that was nice, so... You know, at this point, 20-something movies, a handful of TV shows that are all about six hours in length now. Like, it's a commitment to really dive deep into the Marvel oh, Universe. Yeah, for sure. Moon Knight, there's zero commitment. You can just start right now, and you're at the same spot that everyone else who has been through all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in when the show starts. So, uh, I think that is a fresh. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, the really only tie into the other Marvel movies is the fact that you hear Thanos. That's it. I hear the name. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So they barely reference everything else that has happened. And uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think I that's agree. nice. I think it is important for Marvel at this point to acknowledge there are some people who just don't have the time to commit days of their life to, to catching up. And Yeah. They've, they've got to give people some kind of entry point that's not Iron Man. For sure. And this is still great. Or Spider-Man, I feel like, is a good entry point for a lot yeah, of other true. latecomers. But, I mean, essentially, if you haven't seen those now, you can't really... Well, I mean, we'll talk about when we move on in movies. Uh, but there was some more TV show uh, news that came out already uh, yesterday. The trailer, the full trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, mm-hmm. dropped for Disney+. Plus. I was really excited about that. Um Chiefly because we've been kind of waiting for this show for a while. And also because I just picked up her first appearance. Like a really good, great, like, it's a good-looking copy of the book. Uh, so I'm just waiting for that to kind of, you know. You know, go up in go value. Go up in value. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, Shoot up. Yeah, it's going it's to go to like the moon. here. It's going to go all to the way the, up. To the moon. Yeah, Dogecoin. Moon. I'm sorry, comic books. Uh, and then, um, but the... The cool thing about the trailer I was excited about was it looks like it kind of leans into Peter David's kind of fun run on Sensational She-Hulk, where they lean into the fact that she's a lawyer, and she may or may not take on superhero-related law, which is cool, because then that means you could potentially see other Marvel characters or new characters show up for her show, which could be a lot of fun. Um but also, I was really excited because you get to see Banner. You get to see Bruce. He's actually there. It seems see like he has a considerable role in the show, which is awesome. Uh, and I just love Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. I yes. really do. Yes. He does a great job. Yeah, I love Professor Hulk. You also get to see um, Abomination. Emil yeah. Blonsky uh, You get is to back. see Emil Blonsky. And you get to see him as a human again. Yeah, as Blonsky not, again. Which is impressive. Uh, because from my understanding, one of the character traits about Abomination is unlike Hulk, he cannot turn back. Huh. huh. So I think to, Wong helped him out with that? Maybe. Let's see what? I think Wong. Wong was, Wong was hanging out with Abomination and Shang-Chi for a reason. 
Yeah. Maybe that was the reason. So I uh, I would love to see more of Abomination. I think he was too cool and powerful of a character to just be thrown away at the end of Incredible Hulk. I agree. I because agree. he wasn't dead. He wasn't one of those Marvel villains that died, Ronan. Um, <laughs> he, or Ultron, allegedly. 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 Red Skull, kind of, but not right. Uh, he's, he's back. But anyway, um, it was good to see him in the trailer too uh i did have some critiques about the she-hulk trailer did anybody else i'm sure you guys are probably on page yeah same page with me yes we're probably right there with you what is wrong with she-hulk she does not look like she's done yeah the cgi looked i mean it It, did not the cgi for banner looked better than her she looks like like a like they you know greg horn the artist yeah yeah he it looks like they just animated one of his his drawings of she-hulk and let her walk around the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, they need to work on a little bit of it. Um, I, I hope it kind of beefs up a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. She's, I don't know, like, just needs to beef, like like you said, just beef up. Like, she just needs to be bigger. Yeah, I don't know if she's not fully rendered. I don't know. But at this point, she looks like um, Fiona from Shrek. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, like, she's almost cartoonish. Yeah, I don't even. I wouldn't even go so far as to say almost. I mean, yeah, you put her in those scenes; she looks like a cartoon cartoonish. character in a live action, you know, in a, in a live action scene. And um, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, going to video games when Halo Infinite's first shots came out, their first gameplay footage. It looked really raw. elementary. It looked we'll like Halo raw, Two, yeah. and when it came out, it was obviously a lot cleaner. Um, but that's what it looked like to me. It looked like a work in progress, almost like they were trying to rush the trailer out a little bit. Which Disney or well, Disney Marvel—they're not really known for doing. Yeah, that. they can—they're setting their own timetable with this. And yeah. it's not like fans aren't buying Disney Plus. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not sure. That's yeah, not Netflix. Yeah. Which, <laughs> well, by the way, they're not hurting that bad, and they're already—they're like, we're bringing ads. I'm like, D- what? <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny is the nineteen ninety nine a month and the bringing ads, it's going to come a point where you're going to see that bubble pop, and I think you're going to see it this year. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think you're going to see it this Peace year. Among worlds. Just Peace <laughs> among worlds. Peace among worlds. Peace among worlds. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. All right, Patreon guys got to see that. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Anyway, but, yeah, um, also She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, uh, immediately I thought of uh, Harvey Birdman. Attorney at Law. Oh yeah. When I when I saw that title, I was like, "This show might be funny," and then you get to see that it's they're un- trying to get some comedy in yeah, there. Yeah, there is some comedy, which, like I said, leans into Peter David's run on Sensational She-Hulk, but also, um, I feel like you kind of get like a comedic like females perspective. Yeah. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I know everybody's gonna be like, "Well, we've had the Black Widow movies, and we've also had Captain Marvel." Yeah, those didn't feel yeah, that, really like female perspective. No, those didn't count. Yeah, especially, I mean, Captain Marvel maybe a little more, but Black Widow just felt like they were continuing the Avengers story. Right. This The trailer makes it feel like this show is going to have a similar pacing to Hawkeye. Yes. But I, I agree. Which I th- I'm okay with. I, no, I love it. I, th- I think it's great, especially after, you know, a- as good as Moon Knight was, it it's pacing and, and everything about it. It was, it was a much more dense show you know i think something a little light it might be a good time for that yeah well i mean moon knight is dark exactly you know so <laughs> hopefully she hulk's just more fun but 
we see a little more Hulk smash mm-hmm. and a lot less snaps. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I don't need the stakes to be that high. Yeah. I would like to see, a, which by the way, She-Hulk is an incredibly awesome character. Oh, yeah. Who's really been um, fleshed out thoroughly uh, in, along the history of of her Marvel stories. She's been great, but especially lately uh, since like 2010, especially when Jason Aaron kind of took over the Avengers run and included her as one of the characters. She's really uh, had some phenomenal growth. In fact, she is the Hulk on the Avengers team now. Mm-hmm. And so, and she's been through some things where she beefs up and she's huge and uh, kind of terrifying in some ways, but uh, it's it's great to see that growth. And I'm glad she's finally coming to the MCU. Surprised she's not terrifying those dates, <laughs> right, right? Should we get? Should we share fries? First of all, she's got to be in California, right? Yeah. Because what guy yeah. goes? Do you want? Do you want to share fries? No, no. But I mean, <laughs> she's navigating being an attorney. Not being a superhero and also dating in her thirties, which apparently is awful. Apparently. The worst. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, well, this must be a show that's geared for twenty-year-old females, uh, because everybody knows in your twenties, <laughs> you think of thirty as you're, you put a fork in me, I'm dead. Right. And right. we're all like, no, no, thirties. Things Not have bad. been good. Yeah, thirties fine. I've 30's been buying fine. some cool stuff since I've been thirty. Yeah, yeah. disposable income is awesome. <laughs> yeah, your thirties is great. And then you have kids, and you're like, "Why did, did I, I give up that? so much of my disposable <laughs> income?" And then you know they do cool things like say, "Dad," and I love you, and it's all worth it. But yes, yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to see where that goes. I know we all are. So mm-hmm, for sure, indeed. Sure. Uh, as far as TV shows, there's only one other announcement. The Boys Season 3 is not that far away, guys. No, it is not. It is like two weeks no, away. I think it drops on June 3rd. I'm in the middle of Season 2 right now. Oh, it's so just good. On the, re- on the rewatch, just uh, so good. getting geared up for it. Really good. Actually, I was reading some stuff. Um, it's dark material. I, I don't even want to mention it, but I was reading something that made me realize just how sinister Stormfront's code name really actually is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't make that connection before. Blitzkrieg's real. Yeah, well, even more so. Like, there's I, other sure stuff like worse. Stormfront is. You're like, oh, that's kind of a cool name. And then you, like, kind of researched what Stormfront really was. And you're like, right. oh, oh, God. <laughs> How did anyone in the boys, like, world not go, hey, we need we need to watch her. Yeah, somebody needs to do something so about she's that. She's a problem. It's terrible. My God. I can't wait to see what they do with her this season. She's not dead. You don't think so? No, she's not dead. Oh, I'm thinking she's dead. I'm thinking she was probably cloned, though. But anyway, we'll get into that. We'll find out. Yeah. Find out. I'm thinking so. Uh, But also, though, even more exciting, Jensen Eccles, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. (laughs) Soldier Boy, tell him, uh, drops in. He looks... He looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. So he's kind of like a knockoff cap for people who aren't familiar with the boys. Uh, and the boys is generally just like a huge satire on the superhero community world um, story of comics. And the TV show on Amazon is superb. It takes the gloves off of everything uh, and, and would show you what we assume if you let people all become heroes now, what they would actually do and what they would look like and, <laughs> and how some some corporation somewhere would try to make money off of them uh, relentlessly. So I'm curious to see what Homelander does this year. Yeah, this season. I, mean, I think we left him pretty much 
not right. So unhinged. 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 Uh, you know, I'm really, I also think in the trailer, I'm pretty sure Billy Butcher ends up consuming Compound V. Yes. So I'm interested to see how that plays out because you know he would love nothing more than to go toe-to-toe with Homelander. Yeah. And, That'd be fun to watch. And imagine giving Billy Butcher powers. That guy is lethal as a human. Right. Give him powers and a little ingenuity. Somebody's having a bad day. That's terrifying. Yeah. So <laughs> um, season three of that, definitely keep a lookout for it because it's going to be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And we also have Kenobi coming out next week. Ooh. Yeah, we yeah. do. I don't know, John, you hear about that one? No. Are you familiar with this? I don't know anything about it. Uh, That's cool. Have there been trailers? I don't know. I think it's about some Star Trek stuff. Oh, probably I'm not interested in that crap. (laughs) Uh, No. um, So I'm very excited for Kenobi to come out. Uh, It comes out the day after we get to Celebration. So. Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. That's awesome. So it comes out on that, I think that Friday? No, that Thursday. 27th, I believe, yes. It yeah. should be Friday. You, you Friday. should know this. Like, I know. This it's is Friday. like your we talked, Bible. We talked about it the other week, and yeah, because we were going to stay up on Wednesday, because originally it was launching Thursday, and they moved it to Friday. To coincide with? There's no coincide. Like, Thursday thought, Thursday was the opening day for celebration. So oh, I thought it was like the like, uh, anniversary of the first one. Um, Is that the... Oh, that might be... 40, no, no, 45th no. anniversary for a new hope no maybe so. i don't think I so i don't think so no all right so we're all trying to connect some dots here fact checker yeah. figure this out for us please yeah if you're not busy yeah. uh it's not a thursday so i know you're not playing bocce ball so true there you go buddy true. we miss you uh anyway all right well let's move on guys i think it's time to jump into movies yes and i am uh pretty excited about this one so yes let's, let's make it happen All right, welcome, welcome to movies, everybody. So I know uh, we have all, of course, only been talking about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. for ever a little over ever. a year now. Yeah, uh, and it finally dropped. It finally came out, and um, I yeah. I was surprised by it, a couple of things. This movie was absolutely not what I expected. Yeah, I wasn't um, sure what I was going to get, but uh, just so you're well aware, it's been out for about three weeks now, and we are going to absolutely spoil everything. Yeah. If you have not seen uh, Multiverse of Madness, you're going to want to stop listening to this and look in the show notes and skip on to the next section. Yes. Yes, indeed. Because I'm going to tell you the stuff that surprised me, the stuff that did not surprise me, and things I felt I should have seen coming but did not. Right. Right. Which was awesome. First up, though, America Chavez mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, I like I liked the character quite a bit. Yeah. Um, she was she was good on, she was great on screen. The powers weren't overstated or anything like that. Um, she looked like she belonged there the whole time. She did. Yeah, I mean, she, it was it was impressive. Her powers, too, uh, making the portals uh, between multiverses, mm-hmm. still being a star, just like they are in the comics, uh, was really cool because... Why would there be any symmetrical shape to that at all? Right, right. right? Like, Why wouldn't it just be like a tear or something? Yeah, which, uh, so I still thought it was cool that they, they kept the star. Um, 
but I also like the things they tell you about America Chavez without anyone ever saying it. Because in the comic book, she is, um, she's an uh, LGBTQA, whatever, you know, extra. I don't, she's, you know, she's a lesbian character. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that just happens to be what she is. And in the movie, they kind of show you a little bit because she's wearing like the, the pride pin. Yeah, and and she has and moms. Her, her parents are. She has two moms. Yeah. Um. But I mean, there's no like. That's it. It's. I mean, it's obvious, but no nobody you know talks uh, about it. But that, like, so if you're paying attention, you're like, oh man, they're nailing it. They're sticking to the source material. This is awesome. But there's also no way that a Marvel fan or somebody who just you know topically loves the movies can go. Well, now I have to explain stuff to my kid. Like, no, you don't. Like, they right. did that so well that it's just, it is what it is. And you yeah, move on. Exactly. Exactly. And, it, you know, it's funny because there was obviously a little bit of backlash because there's always backlash about always everything because like, people don't have anything better to yeah. do. How about you just, if, if it offends you that much, just be quiet. How about but, that? yeah, there was nothing overstated period at I all mean, at all like it was just you know if you if you aren't if you aren't paying attention never going to notice if you are paying attention okay that's fine you know no harm done no damage to the story no nothing like that so i just great. thought it was super cool that they were like no we're we're totally doing this yeah the same way in the comic and i thought it was great yeah. so that was cool uh dr strange i love Benedict cumberbatch Dude, he nailed this movie. He I mean, really did. The amount of ridiculous hoops that he had to jump through as, you know, an actor. So many versions of Doctor Strange and so many attitudes. It just it, it's a tribute to him and his capabilities of playing this role. Well, um, one of the things you almost forget is in Doctor Strange one, he's Dormammu. Yeah. He is Dormammu. He's the voice. He's the motion capture. He's everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm kind of surprised we didn't see any more hints of Dormammu at all. I kind of thought we would. Right. Uh, A little bit of something. Yeah. But uh, I was caught off guard with how quickly they tell you who the villain is. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you, because. You've seen this movie, right? Oh, just go ahead. What? Oh, God. No, just go ahead. Oh. Do it. Go ahead. I can't. Yes, you can. I can't. You mean walk away again? I mean. All right. You want to come back? I'll be right back. You want to come back? Oh, I'll be back. All right. (laughs) So we're going to let the the guy who. God, this is such an intern move. (laughs) I know, man. I'm really, I'm disappointed in you. (laughs) Don't throw responsibilities at me like that's a valid excuse. Right. I've neglected my job and my family for three hours to go see this movie. Which, by the way, it was it was like two. It was like a normal movie. Like, yeah, it was two and change. It wasn't too long yeah. by any means. Yeah, which was great. Yeah. All right, so he's out. Uh, he can probably still hear us, but that's on him now. Yeah, exactly. But we like, did our part. But like immediately, they tell you, "Oh yeah, no, it's Scarlet Witch. She is the bad guy." Yeah, I could and not believe like how quick they turned that with around with an unblinking eye too. They're like, "Yeah, mm, yep, it's me." Like she's never good. Like she's never good in the movie. And there's no like. There's not even. Well, maybe there's a redeeming kind of thing at the end, but for the most, you know how like sometimes you see like people go bad and then they see the error in their ways and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm going to fix everything. Nah, man. Nope. No, she kills nope. people. Yeah. And they stay dead. 
Yep. And it is crazy. Yep. And I know, like, it, a lot of them are, you know, multiverse people. So, right. you're like, well, they, you know, it's not Earth 616, so it doesn't matter. But, no, they dead. They stay dead. And oh, it matters. And a lot of it is, like, kind of graphic. Because we are introduced <laughs> into Charles Xavier, right? Yes. And he is 100% the X-Men 97 in the floating hover chair. In the floating hover he, chair. He, he when is he uses inside his powers, her mind. You see the, the, the air ripples around yeah, the him. the air ripples around him, everything. Like, it is 100% the animated X-Men Charles Xavier, which is fantastic because we know the animated X-Men 97 is coming down the pipe yes. on Disney+. Plus. So that's super exciting because that means that's still connected too. And in the multiverse, there are mutants. That's true. There is no That's way true. to deny it anymore. Yep. Uh, but also, like, she comes up behind him physically and, like, tears his head in half. Snaps his neck like yeah, it's like, nothing. And you're just Which, like, damn. That's jarring, dude. That's Patrick Stewart. Oh, sorry. Yeah, thanks. We um, were doing so good. I know we were. We were. But it, that's, I mean, that was jarring. Like, I mean, I knew I knew it was coming based on stuff that had led up to that. Yeah, that whole But scene. it was still like, whoa, 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 what just happened? Like, that was crazy. Yeah, the only thing that I expected, here's the one thing that I should have known was coming. Like, you know that Charles Xavier's going to be there because his voice is in the trailer, right? Yes. They show you Reed Richards. And yes. And it, it is John Krasinski. Yes. And I should have seen that coming because that was the rumor for so long. But that's why I always thought, I was like, dude, it's just a rumor. You know, right, it's just not... like the Tom Cruise Iron Man crap. Right, and, which didn't happen. Yeah, which didn't happen. Actually, the, the still from the trailer that everybody's trying to point out as Iron Man is actually Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's Maria it, Rambeau as Captain Marvel. Monica. Monica. It was yeah, Monica. Monica. My bad. That was Sorry, Monica. I messed that up. Um, is it? They don't I specify. I can't tell. No, they don't I should specify. Be able, I should be able to tell from the actor. I thought it was Monica, and I think it is Monica, but it might be Maria. I'm going to have to rewatch it again. Yes. But, but anyway, once you get to this this multiverse, whatever it is, um, Rachel McAdams' character mentions the Baxter the Baxter, the Foundation. Baxter Foundation. And any comic book fan, especially Fantastic Four, knows that the Fantastic Four lives in the Baxter building. Yep. So as soon as they said Baxter Foundation, I go, oh, cool. There's going to be some other um, implications from the Fantastic Four. Right. But when they showed the Illuminati and it was freaking John Krasinski's Reed Richards, I was like, yep. I was just supremely thrilled with this. And then I was even more thrilled to see who else was in the Illuminati. That was, yeah, they had a great assortment. Anson Mount came back as Black Bolt. Which was awesome. Um, which is really cool. Because um, I, I feel like that is the redhead stepchild that we don't talk about in the MCU. Right. Is the Inhumans, which I don't know what happened with that on ABC. I'm not sure. I, I could definitely, I could see the Inhumans coming back as a limited run show on Disney Plus yeah. or something at some point. Yeah. It but, would not shock me. But it's funny to me, though, because you've got Anson Mount, who is such a charismatic actor. Yes, he's you a know, phenomenal he's, actor. He's Christopher Pike in the new Star Trek show that just came out. Um, What's that one? Strange uh, New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. Super charismatic, so you make him a guy who can't talk. Which is awesome. <laughs> you know, but but even still, uh, it was great to see him. Uh, great to see Captain Marvel. It was. Um, the Captain Marvel that we got. Yeah. Um, uh, Baron Mordo as the Baron Sorcerer Mordo Supreme. As the Sorcerer Supreme. Cool. Um, uh, you know, John Kaczynski as Reed Richards goes without saying. 
Um, that was the one that surprised me. That was the most shocking thing in this film to me was him. That was yeah when when he showed up. That was the that was the biggest pop that the crowd that we saw it with had. Yeah. Because um, and 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 I think that you know Marvel might have jumped the gun a little bit by letting you hear Charles in the trailer. Yeah. Imagine if you had not heard Charles in the in the trailer. Right. Seeing him, especially in his floating hover chair. Yeah. What like it would have blown my '90s kid mind. <laughs> it really would have. Um, but then you know some of those images leaked online though. That's which true. Was a shame, That's true. But I also did my best to dodge all of them. Yes. And then of course you had uh, Captain Carter as well. Yeah, which <laughs> obviously you love that because it was a straight continuation from What If. Yes. Which was so good. And also though, I loved her because she just watched like all these people just get absolutely bodied by Scarlet Witch. And she's like, no, I'm still going to throw this trash can lid. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, cool. I'm, I'm still coming. I'm going to do on. it. And you're like, why? Run, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Put that thing on your butt and run. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, the thing about the movie that I could not get around was it just felt like Sam Raimi was almost kind of giving nods to his own films. So yeah. like, the dead, when they came through to attack Strange for possessing a dead body when he was yeah. dreamwalking... I felt like we were watching Army of Darkness again. Yes, very, very much so. Um, um, so much so that even the very end end credit scene was not a nod to anything Marvel. It was a nod to Sam Raimi's films. Yeah, yeah, it was. With Bruce Campbell hitting himself with his own hand. Is it's stra- over. It's <laughs> straight up Army of Darkness. It really is. And I love Bruce Campbell, and he's in a bunch of Marvel stuff anyway just yes. because of his connection to Sam Raimi. And the first three Spider-Man films. Which I love Sam Raimi. I love Bruce Campbell. Um, but I love I, Bruce Campbell. I, I will say that being the second end credit scene just pissed that me off. That was cheap. That, I was like, I waited for this. Yeah, because, you know, Steph was ready to go. Like, right. she's like, okay, there, I'm like, there's a second post credit scene. She's like, okay, well, we'll stay and watch it. I'm like, all right, let's stay and watch it. We stay and watch it, and then it's that. We both lose. What was like, the really, first mid credit scene? The first, the mid-credit scene was uh, our our man, Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, know, that's right. Uh, going Clea. down, yeah, going down to walk the street and get a bagel or whatever, whatever the sorcerer dude Supreme does. Likes to eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, getting stopped by Clea saying that there's an incursion. You call oh yeah uh oh, and uh, cutting open the fabric of space time and going through it and boom boom and there you go. Yes. By the way, Clea is played by none other than Charlize Theron. <laughs> Man, I love her. I do love her. She is like she she's on my laminated list for sure. Um, oh, for sure. But yeah. also, I was super excited to see her because I couldn't believe that I forgot about this character until she showed up. Uh huh. I know that Clea is married to Doctor Strange in the comics. Mm-hmm. It's just she hasn't been mentioned in the last couple of years because in the movie, the first one, Doctor Strange is single dude. Right, we yep. know Marvel likes to make the comics kind of mirror what's going on in the MCU. So, if there are new readers, they kind of you know are familiar. Yeah, they kind of know what's going on and and everything like that. Um, uh, when she showed up, I thought she was Dazzler. Oh my god! And then when oh, it clicked, I was like, huge. "Oh, okay." Yeah. No, I still I still stand. Dazzler is going to show up in the next Guardians movie. I'm just the, saying it. Guardians movie is definitely where Dazzler belongs. It's where she should show yeah. up. Yeah. I'd take, you know what, though? But you can't have Dazzler and Jubilee. You can. You can't. You, can't. you shouldn't. 
You shouldn't, but you can. I'm going to Jeff Goldblum him here. We were so preoccupied with whether or not we could. <laughs> Nobody stopped to think if we should. That's true. That's true. Which, by the way, Jurassic World Dominion. Is coming real soon. Yeah. Like a couple weeks. I think I think I'm going to watch it. I, I want to see. I mean, I, dude, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah, First let's, Jurassic let's, Park. Let's, is, not get, let's not get too far. We'll yeah. stop talking about Multiverse of Madness Very and true. just Jurassic Park it. That's how we're going to, yeah, we're going to multiversal yeah. shift to the Jurassic multiverse. But anyway, uh, another thing you mentioned already that I was surprised by in the movie was the incursions. Yes. They used Jonathan Hickman's, uh, not Hickman's, Hickman's, run on Avengers uh, to set up Secret Wars, which is a limited series he did to kind of relaunch the Marvel Universe. Uh, he used Incursions, which is where the alternate multiverse, uh, I guess, planets, worlds. Yeah. And the comics, the worlds, the different Earths kind of intersect. And instead of just kind of like sharing time and space across the multiverse, they hit each other. And it's obviously a world ending event for everybody involved on the planet. Yeah. So incursions are serious business. Uh, I was just super impressed that they were like, we're going to use that as a storytelling method here. Like, yeah. That'll be one of our story tools that could lead to something incredible. Yeah. Down the line. Which is awesome. And I'm 100% on board for yeah, that. And me too. it really feels like a big enough threat to drive the fantastic four film when it comes yeah. out at the end of phase four. And oh, I, absolutely. I think yes. that's what we get. Yeah, I think that's how Phase 4 wraps up, and then yeah. Phase 5 will be what it is. Which I'm excited for. Absolutely. I'm really excited for that. So, uh, really, though, all in all, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was great. If you were going to go see it, there were a few things that you needed to have watched for sure. Mm-hmm. You would have definitely had to have watched WandaVision yes. on Disney+. Plus. You obviously yes. would have had to have watched at least all the way up to Endgame. Yeah. The first Doctor Strange is, of course, mandatory watching. Absolutely, yes. Uh, so you definitely, I would say you would need Doctor Strange, Infinity War, Endgame, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And you're probably okay to watch Multiverse Yeah, you're probably okay. Uh, Spider-Man didn't have the effect I thought it would. Yeah, I thought No Way Home um, was going to really be more important straight to this. into this, and it really it didn't doesn't. matter. It's almost kind of much. secondhandly referenced for a moment. Right, yeah, barely referenced at all. Um, yeah, which wasn't too bad. Yeah, but, I mean, that movie's still awesome, by the way. Uh, I highly recommend you watch Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, but one thing I will say is I I, I was thinking that, that this Doctor Strange movie was going to be another Avengers-type movie, kind of like Captain America Civil War isn't really a Captain America movie. No, it's movie. an Avengers movie. Um, but this movie, Doctor Strange stands on its own. It does. Like, it does it, it very well. It stands on its own, and it stands solid. Um, you you really do benefit aggressively. You, you have to see WandaVision before you see this movie. Again, it's required watching. Yeah, you are going to miss a lot. At the bare minimum, if you can't do anything else, you've got to watch that. I would watch What If at least a few episodes. Yeah, um, you well, know, yes. the first one, maybe a couple down the line, just to you know, just kind of have them there. Um, what if makes the movie cooler? WandaVision makes you wonder what the hell's going on if you haven't seen it. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if makes it cooler because they're like, oh, they did that. Oh, that still matters. Oh, look at that. She's here. Well, obviously, uh, Captain Carter. Yes. Uh, But if you haven't seen WandaVision, you have no idea what the Darkhold is. 
No. You have no idea why Wanda went from an Avenger to a murderess. Yeah, to a yeah, to a killer. You have no idea who the children are. And um, uh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's uh definitely required watching. Other mm-hmm. uh other than that though, let's just go ahead and give it a grade and move on. Hey John, my man. Grab me a beer. Uh me too, buddy. Me too. Uh Jedi John is returning. I'm going to give this movie a B plus. I was thinking the exact same thing. Um, because, again, it feels like such a, such a rhymy love fest. It, yes. Uh, here's the, the one thing that, that I'll I did, dock from I did it. love it, though. Yeah. Like, I, it's still a Marvel movie, and I love Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, but it's no, it wasn't No Way Home for me. No. Even though you, the use of the multiverse seems to be such, uh, like, a linchpin for Marvel right now. Right. Um, yeah, my, my so. B plus, thank you. Um, my B plus, it, it drops to a B plus from like an A or an A minus strictly because horror type stuff isn't really my I style. I know that's not your speed. Yeah. And there was a lot of like jump scary type stuff in certain parts of the movie. There were a few that, were a few. you know, and, and it was good. It was good. I have no gripes about it. I'm happy. I saw it. I'd love to go see it again. Oh, but no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead and hit that up, and then I'll share my biggest complaint of the film. That's all I got. Okay. Here's my biggest complaint of the movie, and of course it takes nothing away from the story, and it spoils absolutely nothing, but it really bothered me. The freaking set designers, like, Wondergore Mountain does not need to look like Vormir. Right. It looks exactly, you're like, yo, is Red Skull up there with the Soul Stone? Like no, yeah. it's it's where it's M- Mount Wondegore. Yeah, now, why does it look the same? It does. <laughs> like I understand Budget. it's a mountain, but you know there's like Rockies and there's Smoky Mountains. Like, can we differentiate a little bit? They look the same. They they yes. totally look the same. And I was like, what are you doing, guys? You have the money. Change the mountain. But other than that, like that was my only real big complaint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Strange, of course, is awesome. The way he interacts, Wong, by the way, is—I mean, his star is shining yeah, in, in, in Marvel great. right now. He's—he's he's wonderful, fantastic, and um, it's very clear at the end of this movie, Doctor Stephen Strange will return. So we're going to get more yep. Doctor Strange, which is yep. awesome too, most definitely. So. Uh, and if you love all the other Marvel characters, guess what? You're going to get to see a ton of the cosmic ones. Uh-huh. Because the Guardians of the Galaxy clearly are present for Thor Love and Thunder. That's that the, trailer dropped, and that movie comes out in July. That trailer is sick. That dude is that so awesome. Is sick. And it, it, I, loved, I loved the last Thor movie. Um, and this one looks like it's just heading straight down the same path. I, I love I think it's going to be great. I love what Taika Waititi, who is back as a director, seems to have very skillfully woven so many different eras of the comics of Thor, right, into his Thor story. Yeah, and it all makes perfect sense. Like there's um, Eric Masterson's like Thor, where you know Thor Odinson's not Thor. But a portion right. of the power through the hammer goes to Eric Masterson, and he looks like Thor. He's got long blonde hair, a beard, this weird vest, like he's very nineties. And they make Thor look like him, and just say, "Yeah, let's ravage Thor." Yeah, and he looks awesome. You're like, "Dude, that's great!" And then, of course, you get Mighty Thor, which is Jane Foster yes. from Jason Aaron's incredible Mighty Thor run. Have you seen the screenshot? Oh, of, of, of Natalie King Portman. Valkyrie and 
next yeah. to Natalie Portman. Yeah. Oh my god. They it's look gonna incredible. It's going to be really good. Um so he like takes all these like classic Thor things and weaves them into his story, which is the most impressive part because like you said, Thor Ragnarok was very different than what we had before and is arguably the best Thor film. Yeah, it is absolutely one of the yes. best Marvel films. And they're just going to continue that by still making all of the, the classic comic stuff look awesome. Even Gore. Yeah, Gore is, looks is coming incredible. In. He looks cool. cool. And the one thing I think they're not showing that they may show eventually or just wait for the film is is Gore using a symbiote. Yeah. Yeah, I think And so. that's going to be huge. That's going to be huge because if he is, then the scene from No Way Home really starts to matter. Yes. So it could be yeah. really cool. So Which I, I hope I, I really hope that he does because A, that makes that scene from No Way Home matter. Right. And especially since I don't love the Venom movies. No, no. You know what I mean? It would be nice to see, you know, see something else done with that. Yeah. I think we would agree on that. Plus well, I, I I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see the stakes awfully high. Yeah. With this I this think whole so situation so giving gore the symbiont will only make that better which i still need more hella by yeah. the way yeah she could do more hella is and also it's oh who's the actress claire um oh you're killing me right now For hella yeah who's Kate hella blanchett. Kate, Kate blanchett. blanchett that's right yeah yep yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i would have been okay if she won i'd follow yeah. her through the gates of hella no problem yeah. no problem um, so what's the song in the uh, Love and Thunder trailer? Sweet Child of Mine. Thank you. They're, it's they're, so good. Thank God they're going to get them some fans. We talk about Chinese democracy. <laughs> Didn't solve all their problems. Okay, then cool. Uh, that is definitely a Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Who was it? Didn't <laughs> Dolly Parton come out and say she wanted to do a rock song with Mick Jagger? Like, she wait, did, what? yeah, because she uh, just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, and yeah, pretty sweet. In the same that's year cool. as Eminem, so that's how old <laughs> we are. Because uh, both of them are such great rock musicians. Yeah, I think a long time ago they came out and said, it's like people who contribute to music in general, like the rock uh, and roll sounds cool, Yeah, but it's just the music hall of fame. Yeah, I just got uh, the, the rabbit um, pop from 8 Mile. The bee rabbit pop, you know. <laughs> is there vomit on his sweater already? <laughs> He's got his hoodie up and everything. I'm like, this, oh, this is a pretty sweet pop. As he, as he rap battles Falcon. I'm sorry, Captain America Captain now. Captain America, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. That, isn't that oh, crazy? Gosh. Anyway. But Jesus. yeah, so uh, Love and Thunder is looking amazing. Um, Multiverse of Madness was very entertaining. Definitely go see it if you haven't seen it. Uh, Marvel still is hitting us up. We're getting lots of cool surprises. Uh, and still being thoroughly entertained this far into Phase 4. So I'm happy about that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. I think that is going to do it for us. We are going to go ahead and skip toys and video games this week because we have so much to talk about. No time for fun today. No no time for games. (laughs) Uh, But we are going to talk about comics here very briefly. So let's move on. Let's do it. Comic news this week is a little, it's a bit of a bummer, but it cannot be ignored uh, given the, well, 
given everything that George Perez has contributed to the comic book world in the last 40 years. Um, also, along with him, Neil Adams as well. Uh, these guys were two legendary titans of the illustrating side of comic books for a long time, uh, and their mark cannot be ignored. Um, George Perez uh, I lost his battle, I believe, from complications from pancreatic cancer. Uh, I believe that was on May 6th, could have been May 7th, but very recently. Um, and he was just, he was stellar. I had the privilege of meeting both him and Neil. Uh, and George is unlike any other creator I've ever met. He is the guy who comes around the table to grab you for a hug and a photo. Like, that's how much he loved his fans. His contributions to comic books, um, I mean, he is the artist who created Deathstroke, um, he was the artist for JLA Avengers when it finally happened in 2002. Uh, he was there for the first go around when it was supposed to happen in the eighties before Marvel and DC couldn't get their stuff worked out. Uh, <laughs> he was the artist, I believe who transitioned Dick Grayson from Robin into Nightwing in the pages of new teen Titans. Um, his, I mean, just over for over 40 years, um, his artwork shaped and changed essentially how we view modern comic book superheroes. It is his artwork that you think of uh, and just how much he loved fans and and he just appreciated everything that fans would do and how much they loved his work. And like you could tell not only was he a creator, he himself was a fan as well. And that is huge. Uh, so we will very, very, very clearly miss George Perez. So we'll just take a brief moment here uh, in honor of him. And I know we mentioned it as well, but Neil Adams also passed away um, a little prior to George Perez, Neil was 80. I believe George was in his late 60s. Um, and I don't know exactly how Neil passed, uh, but he, of course, was always on the comic book circuits as well. Uh, his booth, you could not miss at the big cons. It was always big and lively and full of prints, and Neil was always in the middle of it, just sketching away. I mean, always, even up until the end. Um, and though... The man was a bit fiery, and he had his disagreements, which are pretty well known in the comic book world. He was still a fan as well. He was passionate about creators and their rights and uh, things that I believe he was ahead of his time on. Uh, but he was also instrumental, along with Denny O'Neill, who also uh, passed away this past year. Uh, they brought Batman back from the campy 1960s TV show Batman uh, kind of cartoonish fun and back to his dark roots uh, in the seventies by bringing Batman back to just, you know, the guy who fights in the streets and uh, Joker's five way revenge, which is this classic Neil Adams cover for Batman mm -hmm. uh, where Joker's standing over Gotham, holding a playing card that Batman's attached to and trapped to. And um, he signed a print for me of that. Uh, he also was the artist on a legendary Green Arrow, Green Lantern story where it, you know, Speedy is on heroin and that's Green Green Arrow's <laughs> ward, his sidekick. And it's not something that they were allowed to touch back then, but they tackled the story anyway within the scope of comic books. 
uh, letting you know just how ahead of their time they are, but also aware of some of their social responsibility with these stories and the audience they reached. Right. Uh, so Comic Book State definitely would not be the same without the Mark of Neil Adams either. And uh, I think the world is just a little bit darker without their creative light in it, both he and George. So just one more moment of silence, and we will move on. One of my favorite parts of the show. I really, and this is one of the newer parts of the show, but I've really been loving it. Uh, I love doing the Galactic Dads Media Network catch up, which is awesome. And today it's really cool because we happen to have one of the guys from the Outer Rim, uh, the co host, Jedi John himself of the Force Dyad podcast, is here with us so we can ask him exactly what's new on the Force Dyad podcast, sir. Yeah, we launched uh, episode 28 last week. Woo, dropped on Friday. Dropped on Friday, yeah. It was, uh, it's a great episode. Um, it's our pre-celebration episode since we're leaving for that in, oh, wow, next Wednesday. I'll be at Disneyland. Next Wednesday. So, oh, man. Which the convention starts on Thursday. So Real quick, I, what is celebration? Star Wars celebration. So it's all Star Wars all day. It's the largest Star Wars convention on the planet. And uh, it's going to be a lot of it's fun. Huge. We'll be in, we'll be in Anaheim. I mean, uh, all the big stars are there. Well, not all of them, but unfortunately, we're missing Mark Hamill again this year. He's filming something, so that's good for him. It's it's more uh, Mandalorian. He's a lot of Mandalorian. It's got to be. Pedro's not going to be signing this year, though. The big the big signing for me this year is Tamora. Um, I'm getting him to sign a couple things. That'll Can you have fun. him uh, sign an Aquaman thing for me? I could if you would like, <laughs> if you'd like that done. I think he's still got autographs available. I'm not sure. Um, he sold actually. I think he sold out already. Um, the big headliner this year is uh, Ewan McGregor is going to be there for the first a time ever. Kenobi. Oh yeah, for the first time ever. For the first time ever. Get out of here no, for the first time. So uh, that blows my mind. Co-host uh, Obi Sean's getting a photo with him. That's awesome. Worth it. Yeah, worth it. I know that's it's not expen- cheap. Oh, it's expensive. I know. Oh, that's- he's <laughs> yeah. an A-list star. I mean, he's in a lot of other things, obviously. So A-list star. It's not cheap. Uh, but Obi Sean already has, I think, two autographs for him in his collection. So he's like. I'm getting my photo with him. He's going to sit there. He's going to hold up the train spotting poster. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told him I'd, I'd, I'd photo bomb him, but he's like, no, I'm just, cause I told him I'd split the photo cost with him. Cause it would be two adults. And I'm like, I'd split it with you. He's like, no, I want it all alone. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm wow. not. Selfish. That I'm is not, going to be the banner of the podcast. Like that's going to be yes. the show art yeah. for like a year. Yeah. I don't get, I'm not going to take part in, uh, in a photo with him though, just cause it's, uh, it's it's oh, expensive. Obi Sean, Obi has get to it. get that Ewan McGregor photo. Yeah, he'll be there. He'll he'll have it. But yeah, I'm not gonna give me give me I'm a number. It. Give huh? me a number. How much is this? I believe um it was three hundred for a photo or signature. I'm oh. trying to f- I'm trying to remember how much it cost uh, when we did a family photo with Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, mm. I don't know. I can't. I think it was like it was like two <laughs> two something. Yeah, it was, it's pretty insane though. That like, isn't. Yeah, and you well, you know, on a different like, level, and they run you through that thing. Like, oh yeah, your moment is like ten seconds. Yeah, he just he's hoping to get a pose with him real quick, and then 
and then um, obviously it's cemented in a photo forever. So yeah. he Man. can't he can't wait for it. <laughs> yeah, I know he's super excited about that. I I got most of my signatures out of the way um, the other weekend in Nashville for ICCC. Right. So, so what is ICCC? Uh, the Imperial Commiss- Commissary um, Comic Con, but it's basically another it's Star, like Star Wars. Wars. It's basically yeah. all Star Wars. I mean, there's the uh, other the vendors have other things there, but it's pretty much Star Wars. Star all Wars. over, but um, it's at the uh, oh boy, what was it? It wasn't even the Hilton, I don't even know what hotel I was in, honestly. It was like was the Marriott, somewhere. it probably was a Marriott next to the airport. Uh, it was, it was La, La Quinta Inn, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> but we take over their entire um ballroom area basically, and plenty of ballroom. Uh, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, lots of balls there too. Lots so, of balls, uh, space uh, balls. Yeah, uh, the coolest thing of the moment. I I shared this on the fourth diode too, but the coolest one of the coolest moments of the entire thing, other than meeting some of the stars that were there, because I got to meet. Um, Who'd you meet? Go ahead, Anthony Daniels, Ian McDermott, and uh, I got another shot with um, to hang out with Ashley Eckstein and and. Talk to David for a little while again. Uh, hang on a second, nice. real quick for people who don't know, why is Ashley Eckstein so cool? Uh so she's the voice voice of Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Um, in what show? Uh, Clone Wars and um, Rebels. Right? Rebels. Excuse me, in Rebels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she also has. We're her not universe. even the Star Wars guys. Yeah, we're you like, got we it. know this. You stuff. got it down. Yeah. I told you about her enough, right? Um, she's it's true. She's freaking awesome. She spends great time with fans. Um, she loves her fans very much. So it's it's great talking to her. Uh, and any chance I get to talk and to her, and it helps do. that she's just absolutely like, she's a catch. Like yeah. David Eckstein did great. David Eckstein yeah. did great. Yeah, <laughs> which and David Eckstein is also important for us. Um, if you're watching this show, you probably are familiar with the St. Louis connection. But he was a phenomenal shortstop for the Cardinals for yeah. 06 MVP for the World Series. That's yep. so right. Pretty important so, fixture in St. Louis. Yeah, he's important to us too. Uh, um, so I got a chance to take a selfie with him, chat with him a little bit. Um, were it you, was kind of cool. Were you like, sign my Ahsoka? <laughs> <laughs> David, can you just sign this Ahsoka Jesus. figure? Uh, no, I did get a cool figure signed. Did I, you I, go, I, you're not David Freeze? You, are you? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that, was, that was harsh. Um, no, but um, we had some time to chat because her family actually was at the convention, or part of her family was at least. And they you need to check your fandom. They now were, you're like involving yourself in. Her yeah, family. they were they were right in front of me. You stand Ahsoka now, right? Don't you? Yeah, <laughs> they um, but they were like right in front of me, so they were at the table before me, mm-hmm. and so like David was talking to me like off to the side right. a little bit. So it was kind of cool. He's probably like, you cool. know who I am? That's awesome. Because yeah. <laughs> at a Star Wars convention, knowing who an MLB MVP is is not always a given. It's, it's From very true. Seventeen yeah. years ago or whatever, too. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's been, true. Yeah, Sixteen years, yeah. Crazy. God, we're old. Crazy, Time crazy. Flies. But it was uh, a lot of fun meeting them. And then uh, Julian Glover, who, for those of you that aren't familiar with him, he played uh, General Veers in Episode Five. Okay, so he was the guy on Hoth. That that he he was the one that won the battle for the Empire. He he won the battle. Gotcha. Um, and uh, but he also plays uh, Master Pycelle in Game of Thrones. Um, ah. you know who I instantly thought of? I thought of um, oh, he's in the Outsider. He's uh, Telos and Captain Marvel. Ben, oh my God, he's in Rogue One. It's not General Veers, though. I can't help it. Nope, moving on. Let's move on. Anyway, but yeah, my, uh, it, it was kind of cool. I got, that was the first time ever meeting him. Got his autograph on a on a photo of him as General Veers, but I got to talk to him about Game of Thrones and his work with uh, for like Master Pycelle. And for those of you that don't know the character from that show, he was the the maester for the for the king, so um, but he also close. it was Ben also, Mendelsohn, by he, the way. Oh yes, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, 
Um, but he, uh, he also had like a darker side to him from being a maester. So like, you know, the yeah. whores <laughs> and everything else. I'm sorry. The, the, what? the whores. The whores. <laughs> um, that's spelt with a W. Yeah, I think so. That's what I heard. I hear the Who, W is silent. The whores. <laughs> um, uh, but very good. Um, it, it was awesome meeting him. Uh, and I mean, he was just down in the bar, just hanging out afterwards, Dude, that, like hanging out. And that, I'm like, that is my favorite thing about cons. Cause, and this convention is pretty, it's pretty it, laid back. It, it's outgrown its current venue, which is good to see. Like, that's huge. Oh, that's great. That's good. Uh, Especially but, this close to post pandemic. Right. Um, right. I mean, I waited in a line an hour just to get into the convention this time around. Like it was, wow. It was pretty insane just to get huh. in with the, the general admissions, which stuff, is so. weird because you talking about this year is the first time I've heard of ICCC. Yeah, it's right. only been around for three, I don't, maybe four or five years now. That wow. is awesome for them as a con. Yeah, so like that is so cool. They've been at the same hotel each year, but I, I think he may have outgrown it, especially if he's got the stars coming that he had this year. Like he had um, Matt Lanter, who voices Anakin Skywalker there this year uh, mm. for the Clone Wars and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he had. Um, James Arnold Taylor, who's Dude, a voice Star actor. Star Wars fans are mobile. Yeah. They will come out. That's even true. for like obscure voice actors. Yep. They show up for. And there was cosplay there for like different anime, um, a couple a lot of different stuff, but it was ninety five percent Star Wars. That's so cool. So it was it was just an awesome. Because it's show. still a Comic Con, right? Yeah, it's still but a Comic Con, but it's it's, it's geared. It's geared towards Star Wars. Like and the uh like I said, the coolest moment out of the show that without meeting all the all the all the stars and stuff like that was I got to hold a $25,000 action figure <laughs> for like 30 seconds. I told you to put out a second mortgage on your house. I was like, you guys did get him. Yeah. yeah. Like we obviously support you. Um, yeah, we may not be supporting your marriage in that moment. I believe my text was just, Oh my God, what did you do? You guys? Yeah. You're, you assume that he bought it. And I <laughs> yeah. was like, no, no. Oh, I had it. no doubt in my mind. Do yeah. it. He did it. You guys say you're supporting me, but I didn't see any money. I didn't see the Venmos or I didn't cash say I financially or... support you. I don't I want to own a piece of it. I, I mean, it's not an NFT. I got right. I got Boba's left leg. What do you get? Yeah. Uh, but no, it's a it's a good time. Um, but it, it was a cool. So let me cool let me ask thing. you a question. Um, so it's it's a comic con, but it's yep. majority like Star Wars. So yep. is it like Star Wars comic really? Like is Charles Soule there or Kevin Scott? Um, not the not, guys not those guys currently writing like. The Star Wars comics so over at Marvel. The Project Luminous team will be at Celebration. Okay, and we're really excited. Uh, Obi Sean and I have like already bookmarked panels that they're going to be on, yeah. uh, along with finding them in the Artist Alley and stuff like that for authors. So hopefully they're selling at their booth with Del Rey and everything else. So dude, Charles Soule, super cool dude. Yep. So he's actually an attorney. Like that's where he. Oh geez, really? yeah. He's that's he, crazy. He passed the bar. He's an attorney, and. uh over there in my books that you can't see past my clutter of crap uh, is <laughs> the Oracle Year. It's his debut like novel, and I've got like a book, like a postcard he sent me with an Oracle prediction handwritten by him. And there, when I met him at the first get ready to drink, the first C two E two. Oh yeah. yeah, drink it up, guys, <laughs> drink it up. So like that's awesome. If you get to talk to him, he's cool. Yeah, we're excited to get there. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, the Project Luminous team, they've done such great work with the High Republic uh, comics and novels. And yeah, they've inter- got more. interweaving those, and they still have a lot more coming. Yeah, they've got, so th- basically the convention for Celebration should highlight Phase 2. 
for those. Right. So, we'll, so we'll by see. the way, real quick, Project Luminous is kind of like an overarching term for what in for, the Star Wars for the High Republic books, novels, and, and comics. comics books. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's like the literary leg of the Star Wars universe, exactly. That covers the High Republic, which is the newest um, exploration in the Star Wars universe, basically outside of the TV shows on Disney Plus. Correct. So, uh, really cool stuff there. The only author there was I got my selfie with uh, Timothy Zahn. Pretty, nice. pretty awesome. Like he, so we have lobby sales on one of the nights of the convention. So anybody that wants to set up in the lobby just goes down there. Did you? Did oh, you set up? Of course up? I did. Yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, I sold some Hawk stuff. Hawk and pops. But um, like, so he was wandering the the floor for for whatever he was looking for. I love. Cons. And so like he he came up to the booth and was like talking to me about some of my figures and stuff I had. And my buddy John was there also. Um, Selling uh, who stuff. also sells toys. Also, yep, yeah. John, yep. yeah. And uh, he had some, like, super vintage, random, like, niche items, like Star Wars placemats from the 70s. Like, that, oh, wow. oh, you know what? Like, Star Wars soap That's dishes. Like, it oddly was, it was, cool. Yeah, it was like yeah. Luke in a land speeder was a soap dish. It's like memorabilia. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just little trinkets that you don't see anywhere else, and he was selling. So, like, uh, Timothy came over. He talked to me a little bit about action figures, but really was just like, you don't see these things. Like you don't see some of the stuff that John had. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know where he got it, what collection he bought it from. Like <laughs> he, I have he was no on clue. episode of storage wars and outbid. Yeah. Like, basically like, like for real, that's the only way you get that stuff now, but it was really cool. Got to, got to talk to him. It was just cool seeing him out and about. Um, and, uh, he was like, I'm really happy to be back at cons again. And, uh, yeah, so, that's um, exciting. I did get two signatures from him on, on books that I bought from him there. Um, for, my co-host Obi Sean and then um, TK actually asked for a book. Also, you know how so. much we love TK and Obi Sean. Yeah, so uh, it was it was a good time. Got to speak to him again at his table that day. So I mean, it was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah, but, good for uh, you, it man. Was, it was a cool. It was a cool thing, obviously. And I did get see. It's not all Star Wars. It's not all Star Wars. One of the books I picked up there was the uh, the first issue of uh, Shazam. It's Shazam number one. Yeah, uh, and it go ahead, just read about it. It's on the blue label. It'll tell you exactly why oh, that, you, oh, why you that book's to, important. Oh, you want me to read the, go ahead, the slab here? Show, yeah, show the... So here you go. Oh, you got to get it out of the... Yeah, the ring light's messing it up. Yeah, it's but, all good. So this is it's actually uh, an important book because it is after DC Comics acquired Fawcett. Uh, Fawcett Comics originally held the rights to Captain Marvel, or as we know him today, Shazam. Uh, Shazam was really kind of a controversial character when he came out because he was more popular than Superman. And because he looked like Superman and essentially did the things Superman did, uh, DC actually filed a lawsuit against Fawcett uh, Comics uh, with like a cease and desist, and it was successful. They won, and that's why Captain Marvel and the Marvel family through Fawcett Comics disappeared for a little while. So... What happened is eventually, because they lost that popularity, DC was able to buy Fawcett Comics, and that's where you get characters like The Question, Blue Beetle, uh, and some other kind of more well-known DC characters that showed up in the late 70s and early 80s were originally Fawcett City uh, Comics characters. And those are the characters that Alan Moore actually wanted to use in Watchmen, but they said no, and that's why we got pastiches of them, such as Rorschach, Night Owl, like look just like Blue Beetle, the question. Um, so that's a brief history on that. This issue is important because it is when, after the Golden Age, Captain Marvel as Shazam makes his first appearance. 
uh, and Superman introduces him. So it's, it's pretty yeah. badass. So yeah, Bill, Billy Batson, um, his first appearance of Captain Marvel slash Captain Marvel Jr. and Mary Marvel since the Golden Age. Correct. So, What's the date on that book? Um, this one is from, what do we got here? 73, February 7, of 73. Yeah, so. Mm. Uh, pretty it, crazy. Which I think is awesome. Because not only did DC go, hey, we own this character now. We're going to go ahead and reintroduce him and make money off him now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they really did. I mean, on the on the cover, it's the original Captain Marvel. Like, yep, they played it up really well. And which, that at that moment was kind of a, Just an a jab to Marvel because they also had Captain Marvel, uh, who we all know now as Captain Marvel. <laughs> um, yep. But at that time, Captain Marvel was Shazam and you know, whatever comic book history and stuff and things. Uh, but that's an awesome book. It was a great grab. Yeah. But like, like I said, it wasn't all just that. I mean, we did, like I said, lobby sales, room sales. I don't know about other conventions like CTV2 if they have room sales. Room going sales to are kind of not a thing unless you're on the right Facebook groups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The entire or, hotel was, I mean, that's th- cool. there was like 10 to 12 rooms each floor that had people selling out of them. That's crazy. I don't know the legality of that. Um. I don't. I don't ask questions. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I don't know how you, you stop. You it, guys so. all look like you're part of a cartel. No more questions. Like when I you got to buy. Like like the doors open. You knock on it, and you're like, you like want to go in, but you're like, hey man, you got the stuff, and they're like, are I you got guys stuff? Are you guys selling? And they're like, oh yeah, come on in. Like as they're in their underwear and eating pizza and stuff. What you, know? you need? Yeah. <laughs> I got I got what you need, no, man. But it was a really good time. I met a couple guys from other podcasts there. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. So ICCC Sweet. definitely a, a a good a good time, and it's only in Nashville, so it's not too far away. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. If it, it's, it's, if it's that it's big, that might be worth going to. Yeah, it's not a plane. It's not time. a plane trip to Anaheim. So you know, oh, there you go. Is, which is next week. So, um, but you know, speaking of other cons and stuff, uh, we're gonna save our announcement for the after hours okay. Patreon exclusive episode. Sounds good. So because that's gonna be a good time. Um, but moving on, we will talk real quick about the other show on the Galactic Dads Media Network, and that is the Comic Shop Couch Podcast. Uh, and, of course, they are on episode 22 that just dropped. Uh, they talk about uh, Marvel's Moon Knight. Uh, they also talk about the Love and Thunder trailer for Thor. And they wrap up Peacemaker finally from over on HBO Max, which, by the way, great show. Great show. But, of course, you get to hear uh, Joe President, Dickie Wren, uh, Superior Raw, and even Marco the Heretic all show up and share their hilarious takes on on all these shows and stuff. So, uh, wonderful show. Definitely go check out the Comic Shop Couch podcast uh, and Force Dyad podcast, mm-hmm. which is also co-hosted by Jedi John here. So Co-host with the mostest. I, I keep trying to pull, plug that with Obi-Shawn, no. but he, he no, keeps he's, changing o- it. Obi-Shawn's like, not going to stand for that. He keeps changing <laughs> it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, definitely go that. check those shows out wherever you get your podcast. And the best news about that is, is we kind of already mentioned them already. But if you're on our Patreon and you are mm-hmm. a producer to your member, you get mentioned on every episode. And we kind of mentioned a few of them already, but we're going to mention yeah. them again. Uh, because it's our favorite part of the show where we do our big shout outs to our producer level Patreon members. And of course, I got to start us off with the OG, the original, the man, the myth, the legend, the Keith Jefferson. Keith was a uh, the first Patreon supporter, and he came hot out of the gate at the producer level. Uh, the man is an inc- 
incredibly gifted uh, tech guy. Uh, really cool database work he does. Sweet. But he's also a very big self-described nerd. Um, and he like he validates, he makes me validate my geekness <laughs> at the office when I see him. Uh, he's also an incredible father and is really into all things video games at the moment. Like he, uh, He's the only guy I know that took a, a screen capture off of his Series X, blew it up on a portrait, and it hangs his art in his office. That's awesome. It is Love cool. It. What it, is the screenshot? It is uh, from Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nice. Yeah, so it's like it's literally like a, the starry night with like the landscape and the horse, and he's That's like, that cool. looks so good. I just had to take a picture. And then Walgreens had a sale on their canvas. Well, naturally. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he was like, so I, I had to get it, and it like hangs in his office, and it looks so good. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, but we, of course, really appreciate Keith Jefferson, all of his support. He, of course, rocks the Galactic Dad swag on his social medias, and we love him for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Jad John, since you're here, you want to take Why TK? Not? TK3178. Yeah. yeah, thanks for being a, a great supporter for us. Um, we and, love and, TK. And naturally, he had that autograph by Timothy signed to TK as Timothy's an honorary 501st member also. So Nice. Yeah, That's so, awesome. so pretty sweet. It's a pretty sweet signature that he got to um, get that week. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously fact checker for the show does a lot Honestly. of does a lot shows up to all of our um meetups at everything. conventions and everything, everything else so um even for comes up out. with great creative ideas and stuff for social media posts mm-hmm. uh honestly if this were a legit business i would try and hire him yeah absolutely he is no, he's he a great is guy great great guy great friend and uh great supporter so thank you very much yes thank you very much yes thank you and then that leaves us with our i love you 3000 level uh laser eric you want to take him I'll do my best. You could do I'll it. Do I'll help best. you out. I'll help you out. I love you 3000 level. Mr. Joe president of the comic shop couch podcast. Um, uh, it's got a great show over there. It's a lot of fun. We've already kind of talked about that. Um, Joe has been on our show, uh, as yes, well. He has. Uh, that was a good episode. If you go through the back catalog, you can find that one. Uh, he will regale you with a story about his work van. Um, that's also a hot story. Uh, anytime, yes, I think, a hot story. anytime I think about it, I just start laughing. The yes. whole thing. It is good. Um, does some great Bane cosplaying as well. Yes. Yeah. With a nice Bane and uh, Star Wars mashup. So it's like Darth Bane. Darth Bane. It yeah. was sick. Darth Bane, but not Darth Bane. Like, yeah, From yeah, the Old Republic. We get there it. We go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So, But it was good. That was a la- It's a layered cosplay. It's so good. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what am I missing? Am I missing anything? Oh, you're missing the fact that he's clearly one of the coolest dudes I've ever met there uh, you from go. Genghis Khan. Uh, there you go. And uh, he's one of the dudes that I met at C2E2 in line the very first year waiting to get in. Drink and, again. And just became so cool that we're fast friends now. So That's great. Yeah. So Where'd we, you meet him again? Uh, in line. Okay. Wait, actually, it's really funny. This is the thing that we <laughs> bonded over was because I went solo. I went all by myself. Uh, thinking I was coming out with a job, uh, and I was just standing there, and they were making fun of um, what? What I just oh metronome? Is. Yeah, I turned on the metronome. <laughs> anyway, they were uh, trash talking uh, the Last Jedi. No one trash talks that. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, they never have And so I turned around. I was what like, you know what? Movie. And then boom, <laughs> we were off, and uh, we've all been friends since. So that's cool. awesome. Uh, but anyway, so we, of course, greatly appreciate uh, all of our producer-level supporters. 
uh, and the rest of our Patreon supporters as well. And as such, you have all definitely earned this round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody, listen. Uh, as we finish these beers and say cheers, we thank all of you for listening. Please remember to like, rate, review, and share the podcast no matter which platform you're listening to us on. Uh, you can check us out on patreon.com slash galactic dads for bonus episodes uh, and live streams of the show exclusive only to Patreon subscribers. And, of course, there's much more content, including the after-hours shows, which we will be doing now live and uncensored. Uh, plus, you get to get the opportunity to get your hands on sweet Galactic Dads merch, uh, including T-shirts, stickers, and all sorts of other awesome stuff. But uh, listen, till next time, we thank you guys for listening and keep on doing the dad thing. Cheers. 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 Cheers.